queuing now, tunes in the sheriff says They big man Yeah, that's what's up Just sit back, relax, I got that show for ya Yeah, boy, now here we go Alright, what's up everybody, how we doing? Yo, your boy Sheriff in the building Yo, I, I need to like properly introduce myself My name is Chance Bradford Trohan I hail from the south just what it is. I was raised in the South, grew up all over though. I lived in Vegas for like 11 years off and on. Over like the span of what, these last 22 years. And so it's, you know, my life has been an adventure. I've kind of been everywhere and done everything. You know, I've traveled outside of the US, but never lived outside of the US. And um, it's it's been an interesting life. Like I said, uh, it's never boring you know, in my life, and, uh, you know, there's always something happening every single day, there's some kind of something, even if it's just a tweet that I read, you know, but it never just stops there, my day never just stops at, like, you know, one interesting thing, it's like just one interesting thing after another, and if you're, like, my type of person, you know what I'm saying, like, we fit into the same phylum, as far as, like, you know, mentality goes, and maybe even how we were raised, then, uh, you know, you, you understand. You know, it's, it's never boring being our type, ever. <laughs> it's just one thing after another, you know, left and right. Well, you know, I bring this all up because I kind of want you to know, like, a little bit of my backstory. For those of you who have absolutely no idea who I am, right? Some of you do, and I appreciate the fact that, you know, you support me and you listen. And, but, you know, there are some people that just have no idea who I am. And maybe you know me, but you don't know that much about me, you know. And you see what's going on, but you don't know what's been happening, right? Well, let me kind of update you real quick. Um, so as you know, like, I grew up in uh, Houston. Then uh, I moved to Colorado Springs. And uh, that was real different, you know, going from Houston... Texas to Colorado Springs, just really different, totally different lifestyle, totally different mentality, these people that uh, go to school there, and you know, so I'm having to learn how to fit in all over again, you know, well, anyway, so I learned quite a bit over there, you know, switching schools and everything, and seeing how their education system is set up, and everything, all that, you know what I mean, the whole ecosystem and economy and all this, you know, and so like, and I think about little things like that, like my dad taught me that, you know. He asked me one time, he was like, he was like, you know, you ever thought about how an ant colony works out? And I mean, like, he broke it down for me, and I'm just like, shut up, dude. Like, this is so nerdy, you know? But, like, thinking back on it all the time, it's just, it's a really interesting, uh, interesting concept he was talking about. And I always, always took it to heart. I maybe didn't learn it how he intended for me to learn, to be learned, you know? But, uh, but yeah, it really taught me a lot. My dad, you know, even though I didn't get to spend much time around my dad, like, he taught me a lot. So anyways, let's, let's kind of fast forward this a little bit. So, um, you know, my, my dad, um, he pulled a shotgun on me one time and told me to get the fuck out of his house. I mean, with the intent to kill, like, you know, it wasn't, he just pulled it out. Like, he was, like, starting to aim it towards me and, like, yeah, no, I think I'm good. <laughs> you know, I don't want to hurt my dad. And I don't want to get hurt in the process either. So let's just uh, let bygones be bygones, you know. And uh, I don't know what his deal was. I never did understand it. But he was just fucking three seats of the wind fucked up. You know, I mean, my dad had had tried to stab me before, you know. I don't know if I talked about this on another podcast or not. But uh, it was just crazy. But yeah, I think I did, didn't I? Yeah, anyways. But like I said, I try to black this type of shit out, you know what I mean? Like, I've been through a lot of turbulent things. Like, I mean, I've been through street warfare, you know, like, just shots going off. You know what I mean? Vegas is crazy. I have seen some shit in Vegas. And there's some things that, like, I haven't seen, but I've heard in Vegas. And, like, even that's bad enough. Meaning, like, I personally heard it with my own ears type of shit, you know? Gunshots going off in the house next to you. You don't know what to do. Like, you just kind of, like the fuck you know 
you don't want to look like a snitch in front of your friends so you don't tell nobody, you know? You, you just, you just want to forget it happened type of shit, you know? Like, whoa, okay, that happened. Let's, uh, let's go somewhere else and do something else, <laughs> you know? That type of shit, I guess. I don't know. When you're young and you don't understand, like, how shit works, like, you know what I mean? It's just crazy. You know, but, um, but yeah, so, like, let's kind of fast forward this, you know, um, I moved to Vegas and lived in Vegas off and on for 11 years, and that was crazy, and then I leave Vegas, right? And then, uh, I go to Arizona, I get abused by a chick, and, uh, it was real bad. I mean, the abuse was real bad. Like, just jumping on top of me, choking me out. Just, it's just been awful, you know, and I talk about this in another podcast, but, like, I never did talk about, like, like what happened with, uh, with when the cops showed up. Um, you know, she's, she started out the day, like, awful, right? Like, just, ugh, you know, and I, because I was like, good morning, and she was just, ugh, 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 you know, I was like, all right, well, <laughs> or not, you know, and she just goes on, you know, and then comes back and then asks why I didn't give the baby the breast milk, you know, and she had shown me an article about a mom who was doing drugs and overdosed their kid, and so, yeah, you know, I mean, like, I was really weird about giving the baby breast milk, and also, uh, you know, it's easier to just shake up a bottle real quick, you know, it's just a lot easier. And so she was just flipping out over that shit, you know? And I mean, she just starts to like, she does her thing, you know what I mean? The undercover narcissist thing. She's got this all planned out. And well, uh, she starts this whole fight, you know, the place is a mess, you know? And because that's the only way I can get her to leave me alone. Like, like go away, like, like just, you know what I mean? Like, let me be in peace, like what the fuck? Well, you know, she runs to the back bedroom, claims abuse and all this shit. You know, it has been recording what I said, you know, because she would do that. She would she would get under my skin until I would say fucking things, you know what I mean? Like, and she would do this on purpose. It wasn't like, you know, she's just sweet, Miss Innocent and everything like that. No, like, you know, she was like, ugh. Like, I don't even, like, just, just, you know, just on the attack, always. And... You know, she, she was she was learning how to push my buttons. And so she finally learned how to push my buttons the right way to get me going. Then she called the cops after recording what I said. I said things I shouldn't have said. Things I definitely didn't mean. And, uh, you know, cops get there. and I'm pissed off. I'm playing the guitar. You know what I mean? I was like, you know, I never get to play guitar around you. So I played the guitar. You know, and uh, the cops get there and, you know, they hear the music, I'm sure. You know, and so, like, they probably think something weird is going on because they've got a domestic violence call and all this shit, right? Well, the cops get there, and they're listening uh, to me say my side, and they're not giving a shit. One of the cops is just like, eh, eh, you know, the female cop was telling me smart-ass shit in reply. I'm like, hello, like, I'm trying to tell you, you know? <laughs> I'm, I'm the one getting abused here. It's not what you think it is. Like, it's definitely not what you think it is because... I am the one getting abused. She's the antagonist. She's the instigator. You know, and like the cops just are looking at me like, like damn, like they're smiling and making fun of me the whole time. Like imagine you're getting abused and then the cop comes in and starts making fun of you without saying anything. Like one of the cops just looks at you the whole time. You're telling him your story and you're trying to get him to understand. And he's already got a dead set in his mind what's going on. They already all know what's going on, you know? They go, they go into the back bedroom and the one cop is sitting there talking to me and I'm trying to explain to him everything going on and I'm telling him the whole situation and I'm shaking. Like, I'm just like, like, like worse than a chihuahua shaking. Like, I'm shaking, like I'm like, like fucking help me, you know? Well, they come out of the back bedroom and they take me to jail. Dude comes out putting, putting gloves on, like, snap, <laughs> like, stretching it and snap, like, some scary shit, you know, and I was like, whoa, 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 hold up, I don't know what the hell she told you in the back back there, but I, I, you know, I assure you, it's not what, what it seems to be, 
let me explain to you what happened. He's like, you're under arrest. So it's like, they don't even hear my side. They don't even listen to my side. They don't even try to fully understand the whole situation that went on. They're just trying to serve the person who called the cops first. That's what makes me sick about dispatch and the way cops handle dispatch situations. They just, they're just there to help the person who called first. Like they're, you know what I mean? Like at that point, it's not even about keeping the peace. Yeah, and this is Arizona we're talking about. It's not even about keeping the peace at this point. It's just about victimizing someone and saying that they're in the wrong when it comes down to it, they didn't do anything wrong. They were minding their own business, they were being peaceful, and then somebody comes along and fucks with them. But, no, you, the cops, you cater to the people who are fucking with them? Dude, that makes me sick, bro. It made me sick the day it happened, and it still makes me sick today. I've been sick about this in the head since the whole, since it ever happened. Like, could you imagine living with that? And then I'm told I can't ever return to the house. Da, 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 da. They've got this whole restraining order, blah, blah, blah. She ups and moves. Just ups and moves. Takes the kids. Basically, I can't hear from them or see, see them anymore. Then I go to hearings and all this shit. And none of it is going in my favor whatsoever. They are not even trying to help me. No one is trying to help me. Not in the court, not in the clerk situation, not in the law library. Nothing. 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 You know, and it's, 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 it's not even like they're, I'm trying to get them to explain the law to me. No, tell me how the fucking process works. Wait, you can't tell me what the process is? Really? Really? You're just going to further victimize me. Uh, <laughs> okay, alright, cool. So, like... Now, not only am I uh, a victim of domestic violence, having the, the abuse further, further pushed, the envelope of abuse further pushed, pushed into the system, like through the system, it's still being pushed vicariously through the system. Do you know what it's like to live with that? You know, I've always, um, how do you say? I've always been a really good person. I've always tried to be a good person. Sometimes I've had negative influences that talk me into some bullshit. You know, and there's sometimes that I've done wrong. And there's sometimes that I've wronged other people. And you know, and, I, and I'm definitely sorry about that. You know, and they can stay salty because this or that happened. But like these people gotta really understand like, in the end, like yeah, it, like it was my choice. But, you know, whenever you're under the influence and peer pressures and all this shit, like peer pressure is a motherfucker and it's crazy. And, you know, and, that, and for that, like, I'm, I'm sorry to, you know, certain people, shit, everybody who, you know, I've done wrong. Like, I don't want to live with that, you know what I mean? And uh, I feel sorry for other people who have to live with that, you know? Because like now, you know, now, like years, years and years later, like I, I understand what that's like, you know, to feel abused, to feel wronged. And it hurts, man. It really hurts. And to think like that, that, that I may have been the source of that to somebody else is like, that's awful, man. That's awful. Like, do you ever, don't you ever sit around and think about that? You know, and I'm not saying to feel guilty for it, but like, you know, to come to terms with it, to, to find peace with it, to cope with it. You know, I'm, I mean, if not, I, I feel like you should. So anyways, I go through the abuse and then I go through the courts. Courts not help me. And, you know, and it's been a long time since I've seen my, my quote unquote, my kids. One of them I haven't even ever been able to see because the mom won't even talk to me. You know, see, that's what I don't understand. And, 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 okay, let me, let me, okay, so whenever I was in Phoenix, I had, uh, I think it was Uber, uh, Uber passenger, or Lyft, one or the other, but I, I think it was Uber, I don't know. But, um, you know, and I told her, like, it was fresh, what had just happened to me, the whole abuse and the, using the law to kidnap the kids from me, 
in you know in so many words and uh I'm sorry it really hurts like I like it really hurts that's why I'm trying to think about it you know um sorry but the whole you know I just fuck I can't even I'm sorry I'm just fucking I lost my whole train of thought there this is fucking hard you know, people sit there and they're like, oh, you're a fucking deadbeat dad. <laughs> I wish, man. I wish that was the case. I w- you know, I wish whenever people said that, the, the, the fuck, it was true. But it, it's not, dude. That's the, that's the most hurtful thing you can say to a dad in a situation like mine. That is the most hurtful thing you can say. You know, I... I like do not say that to guys I mean unless it's like flat out obvious you know what I mean and you see it with your eyes that's different but when you're not there throughout the whole situation and you don't know the whole story that's 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 really fucking rude real rude chalk that as a you fucked up type situation big time you fucked up big time the moment you call me a deadbeat dad you fucked up big time that is the most awful thing you can say to somebody and karma will come around I always believe that I'm a firm believer in God's karma and L's karma L you are amazing with the karma it's one spectacle to see I'll tell you what but anyways, so I got this Uber passenger in my car, and I, I, and I tell, and now keep in mind she's black, right? She's a big black woman, and I, I love, I love those soulful women so much because they are so raw, so honest, so and unintentionally funny. And, you know, they, they know that they're funny, but like they're not meaning to be funny, and they, you know, and they just come across as funny. They just make you laugh, man. Make you feel good, positive vibes. You know what I'm saying? I always, I always look at a big black woman as just a positive vibe giver, and that's that's no joke, man. That is no joke, bro. Always giving positive vibes. I, I love you, boo. <laughs> so anyway, she's sitting in the back of my car, and I'm telling her the abuse story that I've been through, and she is just like, what? You know? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, whoa. <laughs> and she goes you know and so I told her I was like yeah and now you know she's like not even responding to me like I'm trying to talk to her about the kids and make sure that the kids are okay and schedule time to see the kids and all this and yada 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 and, and the whole nine yards right she doesn't want to do any of it any of it does not just cannot find it within herself to coexist to co-parent She's it's just, just, no. You know? Just vicious with it. Vicious. And it hurts, man. It hurts. It's not what she's doing that hurts. It just hurts to know that, like, I gave someone like that all my time. You see what I mean? It hurts, man. It hurts to think I wasted all this time. All this time. Which is the most precious resource that you can never ever get back. All these years just wasted on her. She didn't appreciate anything I did for her, ever. I appreciated everything she did for me. And it showed. I showed her. I took care of the kids. I cleaned the house. Like, I did everything for this chick. Everything. And she did not want me working. So if I had a job, she knew what was going to happen. I would eventually leave her. She knew it. So she, in a roundabout way, she kept me hostage. I was, I was, I was a slave, bro. I was a slave. Yo, all, all you relationship slaves... Get out of it, bro. Get out of it. With a 10 million mile long honeydew list, get out of it. 
Get out of it, man. Get out of it. And I say that coming from somebody who's found their inner peace, right? Get out of it, man. So anyways, and I, and I tell that chick everything, right? And then she's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, mm-mm, mm-mm, see? <laughs> and I was like, what? And she goes, I wish my baby daddy was trying to be in my kids' lives. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I cannot believe it. She, she was like, she's white, huh? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, want to hear something that tops that, that icing on that cake? And she goes, what? And I said, she's, she's part French. She goes, oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't say that part. <laughs> I didn't say that part. <laughs> I did not say that part. It was a joke. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Total joke, total joke. And all you French people, you know it's funny. You know that shit is funny. I know you know it's funny because I'm French. <laughs> the bitch is French too. Uh. <laughs> monsieur, monsieur, oui, oui. So, um, you know what I'm saying though? You know, I want to be in my kids' lives, whether they're my kids or not. I would love to be there and provide for them, but I can't, I can't, I can't, I absolutely cannot, you know why, because I tried to after that, right, she threw me in jail, again, and kept trying, you know what I'm saying, like, this is, this, it would have never ended you know, I would have just been in fucking prison for the rest of my life if it was up to her. Now do you see why I said, like, she would stop at nothing and kill me in the earlier podcast? Like, what's to stop her? Nothing. She don't give a fuck. She threw me in jail like I'm trash. So I threw her away like she's trash. I haven't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry, but I think my freedom and shit <laughs> and my rights as a human, I have human basic human rights you know as long as I'm not breaking any laws I think I'm fine you know that's my deal like I've like my whole life I've tried not to break laws you know what I'm saying I've tried my best it's just what type of person I am and so for someone to come along and say that I broke a law and it not be true that's another like really awful thing you can do to somebody Somebody with disabilities, like that's fucked up. You know, and I mean, this person has disabilities themselves. It's crazy. It's, it's just crazy. So anyways, let's fast forward. You know, I leave there and I go back to Vegas, right? You know, and uh, it's getting weird in Vegas. You know what I'm saying? It's getting real weird in Vegas and it's pissing me off enough to the point to where I want to run for sheriff because this has gotten out of hand. And, uh, that pisses certain people off, we'll just say. Don't want to name any names. <coughs> Everybody in Vegas. <coughs> Anyways, um, it just pisses everybody off, man. And they can't have that. Because if I rise, they fall. That's how they see it. Oh, yeah. You hand me a badge and a gun, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just saying things are going to change things are going to change and for the better and you better believe that you know and people know that and it scares them they don't want to go to prison they don't want to face a shootout with a real ass motherfucking <laughs> a real Annie Oakley and a female version you know what I'm saying I know you know, I know you sure shots know what I'm saying. I know all you dead eyes know what I'm saying. I know you know. I know you know. You know, and so it's, it comes time to leave Vegas. Like I'm hearing gunshots in my own neighborhood type of shit. I'm just, my fucking landlord is 
every person I'm living with and being around, everyone I'm encountering with in Vegas is just fucking crazy for the most part. Like, I have to walk into public places for it to not be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I have to go to the casino. Like, they put, they, like, they pushed me into the casino, basically, to where it's all documented on film. Like, you cannot fuck with me. You know? You can't touch me. It'll be documented. You can't start shit with me. Because security will show up, and it will be documented. You know? That type of shit. You know, it's like, it's like, every time I was away from them cameras, boy, them motherfuckers will come at me full force. Full force. Imagine that. Imagine trying to deal with that. It's not fun, man. It's not fun. I'm talking about terrorist-ass shit. Terrorist-ass shit. That would get your ass locked the fuck up. Make you think twice, nigga. Before you go to Clark County Daycare, nigga. CCDC. I think I've been to every... Every single place in Vegas. <laughs> Every place like that in Vegas, man. It's crazy, man. It's like a fucking world tour in there. I'm not even kidding, bro. It's a world tour. <laughs> like, damn, bro. A world tour, bro. Jailhouse world tour. Everybody's in that bitch. Everybody, man. When I say everybody, I mean everybody, nigga. Everybody going to the daycare out there, bro. It's crazy, bro. World tour. I've been to like every single, every single location. If there's one that I haven't been to, thank God. <laughs> nigga, I have been to every one. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Over dumb shit. Dumbass shit. So yeah. I, I can't run for sheriff. I can't become sheriff. I can't become sheriff of Vegas. You know? And even though I couldn't, people still supported me. And, you know, I was so appreciative of that. It's really cool. Like, man, I gotta explain something to you. Like, you know, they're like, dude, it doesn't matter, man. I support you. You know, whatever this is that you're trying to do, it's fucking awesome and I'm behind you 100% of the way. You know, and that's the type of shit, like, I, it's, you know, I wish some of my family would say that. And not to kiss my ass, but to really mean it. Like, you know what, I see what you're trying to do, man. Like, good fucking job. But I feel like, I feel like my family feels like if they tell me that, then, <laughs> then, like, I'll stop. You know what I mean? I, I wonder, I wonder. It's like, it's a whole psychology thing, I don't know. Family knows best, you know what I'm saying? Family, family knows best, man. I love my family. That's why I was saying, you know, like in the last podcast, like I don't, I don't want you to look at my family differently, you know, just because of the shit I grew up with. It's just what I grew up with. Everybody's got their family shit. Everybody's got their family drama, you know. But you know, like I love my family. They're fucking cool. They're awesome, man. They've always been awesome. My family has always been fucking number one. Yo, we throw the best parties. If, you, if you've been in Vegas and you're always like, damn, how does this motherfucker know how to party like this? It's because my family always threw the best parties, you know? That's why I'm a DJ, because we always had a jukebox. <laughs> always. Forever and a day had a jukebox. Like, the jukebox still exists. Like, our family still has it, type of shit, you know? And it's true, we still have the jukebox. <laughs> it doesn't get much play anymore, but <laughs> we still got it. <laughs> it's still in the family. And that's cool, man. It's cool. It's something I've always had throughout my whole life in my family was the jukebox and the pool table. Now we don't have the pool tables anymore, really. Well, I, I tell you, back there's a pool table in the family, <laughs> but you know, but it's just crazy. And neither the pool table nor the jukebox gets used. It just gets shit thrown on top of it. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. Like, who the fuck listens to records anymore? But man, that jukebox has some fucking hits. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That jukebox got the jams. That's where I learned how to DJ. That jukebox got all jams. If you want to listen to some good shit, you go to my family's house and party. It's just always the way it's been. You want good food? You want good music? You go see my family. Like, that's, that's the way it is. 
But anyways, um, let's, I don't even remember what I was getting at, so, and it's, I guess, that, like, we're done with that. <laughs> um, like, let's fast forward, right? Let's fast forward. So, um, you know, I, I get to Alaska, right? And now I'm in Alaska. And while in Alaska, um, well, I forgot to tell you, while I was in Phoenix, um, I was a precinct committeeman. And then from there, I just, like, I started out volunteering as a precinct committeeman. They were talking about getting me elected, and I didn't want that. I, I don't want that. I just want to volunteer. Like, I just want to do that, you know? And let's, let's, God, I almost don't want to say this because I don't want to sound crazy to some of you. I don't want you thinking that I'm thinking that I'm the president. But let's, let's just say, like, you know, this was my volunteer term. Like, next term, I better get fucking elected type of shit. Like, this better, you know what I mean? This better be what I think it is type of shit. But, like I said, I don't want to assume, you know, and I, I don't, I don't want to pretend I'm the president when, I, when I'm clearly fucking not. You know what I mean? I'm clearly fucking not. I'm not getting paid to be the president. I'm not sitting in the White House, Oval Office. You know, I'm not signing bills into law. I'm just running my mouth and seeing where it goes. You know, and they big mad. And that's what I did in Vegas. That's what I did in Phoenix. Well, I was too busy being in a relationship in Phoenix. But that's what I did in Vegas. That's what I did in Alaska. Everywhere I've been, like, that's just what I do. Mouth of the South. I will live and die by that. You can be the great big mouth all you want, Corey. I'm mouth of the South. King of the South. Mouth. King mouth of the South. Mouth king of the South. South king of the mouth. <laughs> yeah, I like that. South king of the mouth, nigga. <laughs> oh, man. It's true, man. It's true. And they big mad. So, when it came to this whole, uh, quote-unquote, COVID-19 bullshit scamdemic, doesn't exist. It's just a big money hustle. You know, and when it came to that shit, and I fucking flipped it on its head and was like, you know, I'm not the only one who thinks that this is fake. Like, people are offering money for a sample of the virus. Like, show me a fucking sample. Show me this exists. It doesn't exist, then shut your fucking mouth. And right now, uh, Judge, Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo, yeah, she's, she's talking about it. Like, it's still a thing. And showing a photo of the threat level color, like, this is a terrorist. Like, I don't get it, bro. I don't get it. Should I get it? <laughs> Should I get it? Because <laughs> I really fucking don't. I don't, bro. I don't. I ain't scared of shit. I'm calculated, but I ain't scared. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody came with a sample of the virus. I, I upped the offer of the doctor that was, or scientist or whoever the guy was, uh, that was offering $5,000. I said, I'll put a million dollars on top of his $5,000. And I will pay the money. I will pay the money. Prove it exists. Nobody proved. Donald Trump didn't prove. Fauci didn't prove. Uh, Bill Gates didn't prove. Nobody, nobody proved it. They didn't prove it. Still, to this day. How many years has it been now? You know, because this all started whenever I was in Alaska. I ended up sick. Somebody poisoned the, the marijuana. Somebody poisoned the cannabis. I hit it, and I got deathly ill, it felt. I felt like I was gonna die. And the same thing happened to Khloe Kardashian. Isn't that crazy? It's really weird. She went to the doctor, I didn't. I went to the online doctor. Doctor online. Doctor online told me exactly what was going on. Told him all my symptoms, how it made me feel, everything, right? I'm very thorough whenever it comes to going to the doctor. And um, he's like, it's the common cold, take this and you'll be okay. 
And I was like, get the fuck out of here. This is not, you know, no way. And he's like, yes, it is. You know? And I was like, all right, then, whatever. And, bro, I got over it like that, you know? So I couldn't imagine having a weak immune system and having to deal with that because I already felt like I was dying. I felt like I couldn't breathe, you know? And here it is, the common cold. <laughs> like, wow. It's crazy. It took me about a week, but I got over it. Second week after that, I was fine. It was crazy, man. So yeah, I mean, like, COVID-19 never existed. Like, what pandemic? Seriously, what pandemic? Oh yeah, they big mad. They big mad. All these COVID pushers, all these fucking money-hungry people doing all this shit like that. Yeah, they big fucking mad. Big mad. Big mad that I say this shit. But speaking of Lena Hidalgo, she had her office ransacked by Texas Rangers. <laughs> they ran through her, investigated the living crap out of her, looking through devices, you know, looking for devices, all, you know, they were, I mean, yeah, big money hustle, brother, big money hustle. Somebody got caught, you know? Like, you should see the responses to the tweet that talks about that, you know? Talking about how she gave, like, $11 million to her friends or something. I'm like, what? I mean, like, this, this, this is, like, this is, this story just keeps getting more and more complex. I'm just like, whoa! Like, I knew Harris County was corrupt, but damn! 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 Damn. You know, and come to find out, she's not even from here. She lived like a long time outside of the U.S. She's not really from here. <laughs> you know? So what, she just thought she would come to America and blend into Texas of all states? <laughs> she thought she would just blend into Texas? Like, really? <laughs> Where the hardest-ass cops chase the hardest-ass criminals ever? <laughs> The hardest criminals. <laughs> so she thought she would just go to Texas and blend in. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I think I'll just I'll go to Texas. It's a big state. I'll blend in. Watch this. I'll even appoint myself to authority. Just wow. Because people like her, man, there's there's no way in hell people are voting these types of people in. There's no way. Big money is getting them in. That's how politics works. If you, if you think that, like, your votes count, no, 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 no. Lobbyists' dollars count. I'm going to say that for you again. Your vote doesn't count. Lobbyists' dollars counts. You understand? If you don't take that money, you're not getting elected. If you don't take that money, you ain't getting a seat in office. Nope. Just telling you, bro. Just telling you. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. You know who else is big mad? TikTok. TikTok's is... <laughs> <laughs> TikTok's so mad that they refuse to provide support. I'm gonna say that again. TikTok is so mad that they refuse to provide me support. You heard it. They've got a Twitter support account. And I've gotten Twitter support from them before. Yeah, no support through Twitter. Then why do you have a TikTok Twitter support? Or a Twitter TikTok support? <laughs> why? It's fucking pointless. If you're not gonna provide support through it, then stop using it. You should not have it. <laughs> it says what hours you provide support, well, <laughs> you're not providing support. Cause your responses are not very supportful. <laughs> Like, why would you ask me my username 
if you're not going to provide support in the next reply. Because believe me, they replied. <laughs> was not supportful. <laughs> Trying to get my problem solved right here and right now. Hence why I contacted TikTok support through Twitter. I'm in your DMs. Like, <laughs> hello? Hello? McFly? Butthead? Hello? It's crazy, man. You know, coming and, and like literally, like, man, coming from someone who constantly supports other people, like this is no joke. Like I support people, like like crazy. I support people. So for me to not get support, like that's some. That's really rude. <laughs> I just, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm very critical about how I get support. You can ask all the support reps that I've either hung up on or given a compliment to, or just talked to for a while. I appreciate really positive vibes and good support. If you're not giving me that, you're getting hung the fuck up on and complained about. It's just the way it goes. So let's move this on. Who else is mad? Zuckerberg's so mad. He big mad. But he's so mad. He is so mad that he refuses to come on this podcast. Big fucking mad. Big mad. Either that or he's AI. You heard me right. You remember Data? Remember Data from Star Trek? You remember, uh, what's his name from Orville? Orville or whatever? Uh, I forget his name, but he's the robot. Yeah, like, he's, he's a, he's a robot, bro. If he's, if, I'm, like, I'm thoroughly convinced at this point. You know? It's weird, but, like, I'm, I'm almost thoroughly convinced, you know? Because, like, he did this thing with Damon John, and in the video with Damon John... <laughs> the words like go out of sync of what his lips like it does the the Asian movie overdub (laughs) to where it's like a horrible dub (laughs) the overdub is like a couple seconds behind type of thing (laughs) kung fu movies you know (laughs) where the lips are moving and then he's like we shall fight (laughs) but they're already fighting and shit (laughs) or or is it the opposite where it says it first and then his lips move (laughs) <laughs> it's funny man yeah so either he big salty or he AI yeah his lips were his lips were not in the there was part where it was falling out of sync that's weird it's really weird so like I said he's either big mad cause I have said some things that he's just like whoa and nigga I'll nigga I'm gonna put your ass on the citizens of West motherfucker oh yeah he he big mad <laughs> or he big scared <laughs> like could you imagine that me trying to like arrest a robot <laughs> anything you say can and will be used you in a court of law against you in a court of law and he's like he's like does not comply <laughs> or he just says some generic response like you know what I'm saying some canned response like wow that's funny man that's funny I mean, speaking of support, though, like, you know, I support all my, I'd say friends, but like some of these people don't respond in the DMs and I get that. And that's cool. Not every, you know what I mean? Not everybody's, I don't know. I don't know what they got going on over there. Right. And I don't care. It's not my business, but like, I like to help people whenever I see like, damn, dude, they could so improve on that. And if they just did that one fucking thing, that would, that would really help them in the long run type of shit, you know, with their career or whatever. Like say they want to like live stream, live streaming. People want to live stream, right? They want to get famous. They want to get signed. They want to get, uh, you know, picked up as an actor. They want to do this. They want to, so they start live streaming and shit, right? So if I see somebody and they're, they're, it's not, it's not working for them, you know? And it's obvious why it's not working because, you know, I've been in the entertainment industry all my fucking life. I was raised in the entertainment industry. My grandpa always had a membership 
to the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. You know, I grew up in the entertainment industry. And so, you know, I try to help other people because I know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> and, you know, you go in there and you're trying to help them like, like, you see their, like, let's say, for example, you see their numbers dropping, right? Like, this is just a recent thing that I've had happen. Like, you see their viewers dropping. You're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and it's not just dropping. It's... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, by the hundreds. One hundred, There goes 100. Oops. Holy shit, there goes a whole nother one. So here, let's talk about what you did wrong. You know, and you tell them things like, you know, don't experiment in the live. Like, dude, don't experiment in the live, man. Like, have your shit ready to go. Like, stop looking up songs and taking requests and all this dumb shit. Have a fucking show ready to go and just do it. And then between songs, talk to your viewers. But then get back to your fucking show. Like, do two or three songs. Do a few minutes of talking. Do two or three songs. Do, you know what I'm saying? And then just keep that going. Like, that's, that's how you do. But have your show. Have it, you know, have it ready to go. Like, for example, like whenever I get on streaming, you know, and I start DJing and shit, like, I, I, I watch my streams sometimes, you know? Sometimes you gotta go back and watch every now and then, you know, watch your last stream and see what you're doing wrong, you know? And, um, so, you know, you know, I've, 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 I'm still working on my shit. Yeah, I get that, right? But I can clearly see what's going on with their shit, right? Like, I know why I have, you know, a minimal amount of viewers, but I'm seeing them, they're riding on the wave of success, and I want to help them keep going there even further, go up and up and up. Yeah, do that. That's fucking awesome. I see what you're doing, and that is the shit. But you know what? It, it sucks whenever they don't listen. I've had, I've had fucking band members do this. I tell them, right? Because, like, you know, you're, like, managing them, basically. So, but, and, and you're like, dude, I'm, like, have we not gotten this far because of everything I told you? Well, then shut the fuck up and listen. But they don't listen. They don't listen, man. The artist doesn't fucking ever listen, man. Ever, man. It's, it's the hardest thing in the world to, like, know what you're talking about. Tell the artist. And, I don't know, maybe they take offense to it. Maybe they just are hard-headed and don't listen and don't care and don't think you know any better. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, just fucking listen, man. Like, you need to practice this section. Or whenever you go on stage, remember to blah, 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 blah. Remember, dude, it comes from the heart. It comes from the gut. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't come from your mind, bro. You know, it, just little things, you know. And then they don't fucking listen. Or like, hey, you guys need to keep practicing every, you know, you, how come you guys haven't been going to practice the last couple months or last couple weeks? Whatever, right? Like, what the fuck, bro? Like, dude, come on. Like, do your fucking thing, man. You know, but whenever their viewers, yeah, yeah, their viewers are so mad, <laughs> you know, like, like, okay, let's, let's cut this to, um, to, okay, so like, you know, uh, whenever, whenever, like, okay, LA is really bad with the trafficking, like really fucking bad, and, uh, you know, they, 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 they find they find someone they like. They find out they're they're mad and secure, and so they target that person and they start grooming that person, and it gets really fucking crazy, right? I've seen it happen before. I've been doing this a long fucking time. I've been doing this since before live streaming was even the thing. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, man. You know, so like. These live stream viewers are so mad that I help streamers that they want to traffic and target. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. And you could say, oh, that's a conspiracy. No, fuck you. I've seen it happen. I'm tired of like feeling like I'm not getting heard about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he's just, oh, you know, and then the next person comes along who's part of the whole operation. Oh, he's just this or he's just that. Next thing you know, I don't ever hear from them anymore or they've got a different attitude towards me. It's 
like, wow, man. Wow. Wow. You're really that big salty? They big fucking mad, bro. They big mad. I rise, they fall. That's the way it goes, man. You know who else is mad? You know who else big fucking mad? Alaskans. Alaskans so mad. <laughs> no, really, that's it. They just mad. Stay mad. Just fucking stay mad. I mean, shit, Trump supporters are big fucking salty, bro. They're big salty. is not a man. Prove it. Prove it. I proved my part. You're in total denial. Total fucking denial. And they get so big, super huge, super salty. They are so salty about the shit. I'm not even making this up. So salty about it. They're salty that Trump could never do any wrong. He's a perfect, flawless individual. Like, nigga, since when? Since when has any human been fucking flawless? <laughs> I mean, really? You're gonna tell me that a guy who's been in the entertainment industry that long with big fucking money has, you know has done a lot of dirt you know has done a lot of dirt like do you not remember the fucking 90s and the 80s like you know these motherfuckers have done dirt grab them by the pussy like this shit is clear as day and everybody's in denial and they, they defend this shit they defend this type of behavior towards women. I don't get it, bro. Seriously, man. Like, I keep asking, like, should I get it? You know, somebody told me. Who was it? Um, Lacey Sturm. You know, the girl that used to sing in Flyleaf. She told me, you know, Trump is a rapist. And I was in, I was in denial. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You know, because she was just saying it. She was like, watch, you'll see. She's also the one who told me about Jared Leto. And how awful of a fucking human he is. Or has been, I should say. I don't know what he's like now. I don't even know if he's alive. I don't fucking know the guy. But I know what my friends have told me. And it's not good. Not good, my friends. Like, he's just fucking crazy, psycho, stupid. Like, creeper. You know? I don't know the full story. But th that part I know. That, it, that it's it's like that. <laughs> That's the way I see it. That's the way it was portrayed to me. Just, wow. Like I said, I don't remember the full story. But, yeah. Maybe she should come on the podcast and, and tell it. I think that would probably be really good. But, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they would. But, um... You know, and she was like, she was like You're, okay, fine. You're gonna see. You'll see. Like, all right, whatever. And it started to become a lot more clear. All the facts started coming into play. And everybody is still in denial. He could never do no wrong. With all that money, and all that fame, and all that power, he could never do no wrong, ever. No, he can do plenty of wrong, he just can't admit it. That's what really gets me, man. You know? <laughs> I get it, no self-incrimination. But, like, dude, like, whenever it's fucking obvious, like, just apologize, man. <laughs> like, you're, you know? You're really just gonna lie till you die? Shit, Trump is so fucking nervous that the man upstairs has got news for him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hopefully I haven't done too much, you know. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> but yeah, Trump supporters big salty, just straight up in denial, bro. It's crazy. But you know what's funny though is like Tom Hanks, who, as far as I'm concerned, is dead, makes an appearance in a photo bomb, a wedding photo bomb. I'm just like, what? I just I can't believe it, man. Like that is crazy. Like, there, there are some actors out there, bro. Actors, man. He was uh, he was on a military base. Like, he... I'm, I'm pretty... I'm, like, 120 million percent sure 
He got the lethal injection, both him and his wife. But... You know what I'm saying? I wasn't there. I don't have the documents sitting in front of me. But the way I... The way I see the evidence... <laughs> it looks like the nigga got the lethal injection. He got the something. Whatever it is. It's crazy, man. But where the fuck is Brad Pitt? No, seriously. Where is he? Or she? I don't know. There's been rumors that Brad Pitt is a female. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's crazy. Crazy, man. I told you, there's something weird going on in, in the entertainment industry and in the celebrity realm. It's so weird. Like, there's some really weird shit going on. Like, Part of me just isn't sure what I'm seeing half the time. You know, you heard me right. Like, I know I know what I know, you know? There's some shit to where I'm just like, what is that? And it takes me a while to figure it out, right? But, you know, I'm just like, wow. Some weird shit going on in the entertainment industry. Oh, speaking of uh, the entertainment industry, uh, Pete and Kanye, there was this, this uh, I don't know if it was a tweet or Instagram post or whatever, but uh, Pete shares a screenshot of their conversation because this is an update to Ye and Dash on that split. <laughs> yay, Kanye. <laughs> Ye and Dash. That's what I'm calling Ye. Yay. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, and, and in these messages, Kanye is, I don't see him saying anything wrong. Like, I don't, like, what what was said that's, that's pissing Pete and, and Kardashian off so much? Like, really? Like, there's just no showing it. And so it's, it's really, uh, it's a really weird situation there. Because what Pete is saying is really fucking disgusting. I'm in your wife's bed. This nigga, like, this nigga, like, I'll see you at church service on Sunday. <laughs> no joke, that's what Kanye replied with. And Pete's like, I'm not trying to turn this into a publicity stunt. Like, this is not, you know, da, da, da. but then turns around and screenshots it and shows the tweets to his publicist and says, go ahead and release that. You do see the irony in that, right? Right? Well, I'm going public with this. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah, ego got the best of that, nigga. Woo! 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 Like I said... That doesn't make Kanye look bad at all. There is nothing said by Kanye that's like, damn, oh, ooh, nigga, why you did that? Why you did that? That's the name of that show. Why you did that? That little skit on Saturday Night Live is so funny. I think that one is one of my most favorites ever. Why you did that? <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyways, getting getting back to what I was doing. Like, you know, there's really some weird stuff going on in the celebrity realm. Like, have you ever heard Angelina Jolie open up about the sex cult? I'm going to ask you that again. Have you ever heard Angelina Jolie open up about the sex cult? It's crazy, man. It's disgusting. It's fucking awful. It's really fucked up, man. You know, I could hear these people like... Whatever happens, he had it coming. Well, it ain't happened yet, motherfucker. You know, and I just, you know, I, I just want to thank everybody for their support. I really thank you for your support throughout all this. Through for all these years, you guys have supported me. You've gotten out of my way. You knew what I was about, and I appreciate that. Thank you very much. But um, let's end this on some funny stuff. So Kirsten Cinema and the double standard. So she's she's about equality and all this shit. It seems it seems right. And she's doing this is this is her midterm session, right? She needs to get reelected. And so her and other politicians are trying to show their best side, right? Well, now she's like pushing this bill against domestic violence against women. Great, wonderful. Show your feministic toxicity. What about the men who are getting abused in Arizona? What about that one? You know? <laughs> and Steve Sisolak. I post everything he posts that's like positive right now. I'm like, hashtag midterm Steve. 
He said, hashtag Southwest Steve? No, hashtag Midterm Steve. <laughs> if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, then you're in luck. There's plenty more for you here. All you gotta do is visit SheriffSays.com. And then scroll, 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 scroll. And then, oh, I like that one. And then click play.